And I ain't have to be in school by 10 I then began to encounter With my counter parts Of how to burn the block apart Break it down into sections Trucks by these selections Some use pipes Others use it oh, Alright guys What is going on? What is going mm -hmm. on guys? Um Yes Logan uh, We Hey Bill How's it going? What's up, Bill? Um, Logan What's says, up, just me is there no music. So really quick, let me just get to this. <laughs> so I noticed on Monday, first of all, like something in loving memory for Antonio Inoki over some Biggie music. 
not really the most ideal situation so i figured we'd just kind of go with the little moment of silence thing in the beginning and then go into the intro because it also doesn't look good that you know uh you know we play this and then it just cuts to me and sir k happy and ready to do the intro so i figured that it just look would have looked better production if we just um if we just uh played it in the beginning so yes there it was on purpose to do no music and that's probably that's probably what uh, that's definitely what we'll do from now on we'll roll the intro yeah. memory in the beginning with the moment of silence and then we'll go into the intro so just just to let our our regulars know no i did not mess up the music i just didn't want to play track music behind somebody's unloving memory i don't know why that <laughs> dawned on me um monday but i was like wow actually really looks kind of yeah it kind of does (laughs) but um yeah man so uh yes what is going on guys we're back with yet again another edition of the notorious hills podcast man and this is episode 130 uh means craver just talking about how crazy it was that Mm -hmm. we are at 130 weeks man that's wild that's just nuts man we're going strong man we're going strong so um just it's just up from here man so uh yeah so with that, um, if this is your first time watching, guys, do not know how um, do not know how this show works. Every Monday, we're on here with Notorious Unscripted after Monday Night Raw, or in last Monday's case, sometimes we obviously do the late night Unscripted. It's just an hour later, uh, just a fair heads up. So always make sure to look at the time that I schedule it for. Uh, either it's either usually ten or eleven, so uh, or you know whatever time raw ends for you so yeah man if you guys did miss that you guys can now watch that on all platforms i do apologize for the late upload i don't know why um anchor wasn't letting me upload it it just kept giving me upload failed um, that's weird but then it just worked all of a sudden so i don't know what that was about but um uh yeah so yeah if you guys did miss that does bailey's um does Bailey's championship match at Extreme Rules jeopardize the credibility of damage control if she loses? We talked about that. We honestly talked about a fair uh, a fair bunch of a everything. A lot of things. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those weeks where we talked about a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. But we gotta have a fucking thumbnail, thumbnail and title, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So that was definitely one of the things we talked about, man. Obviously, we talked a lot about, uh, talked a lot about Britt Baker's uh controversial promo uh decent um uh not decent a a good week a good week of dynamite um Mm -hmm. this past well two weeks ago at this point or not this past wednesday but last wednesday uh good episode um a kind of dull uh extreme rules go home show Mm -hmm. so we talked about all that we pretty we really did cover all bases man uh so if you guys did miss that that is episode 111 of unscripted you guys can now watch that on all platforms on anchor spotify google Podcasts, apple Podcasts. and if you want to see it first like i said join us right here um right after raw ends uh in your time zone man so yeah, Hell yeah. Day. and uh yes and I, did I even say the news part? Well, if I didn't, if you got, um, and also we're here on Friday, 4 p.m. Central, if I did not say that. I think I did, but yes. But if you guys have not got a chance to get your hands on some of the official Notorious Hills podcast merchandise, you guys can now find this um, live on the merch shop. It is live on bonfire.com. Link is at the top of the description of this video. And it is also, you can find it in either mine or Sir K's social media pages, man, um, in the Notorious Hills podcast uh, link tree page, man. So, on the top left, you have the 
and Notorious Seals podcast, Chicago flag design. On the bottom right, you got the Chicago skyline design. Then you have the one of the OG shirts, the best kept secrets to the IWC, the Riddler-inspired IWC's best kept secret shirt, man. And then you've got the Uncrowned Kings of the IWC, the Biggie-inspired shirt. And then in the middle, you have the base Notorious Seals podcast logo design. So you can find all five of these beautiful designs live on the merch shop now. That is bonfire.com. Again, link is at the top of the description of this video. Or you can find it in either one or uh, mine or Sertage's social media pages, man. So with that, if this is your first time watching and you guys do not know who we are here at the Notorious Seals podcast, I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, we got my man Sertage here. How's it going, man? It's going good, man. Going good. Just been just been chilling out, man. Just been chilling out. Been pretty bored lately. Probably just make a purchase of a game tonight just Dude. to keep me fucking busy. Seriously, bro. I'm telling Seriously. you, bro. I'm waiting for shit to release, bro. God damn. But other than that, man, I've I've been good, man. I've been good, bro. Yeah, I mean if 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 Gotham if Gotham Knights ends up being as uh Um, if, Go if Gotham Knights ends up being uh, pretty good, which I'm hearing it's pretty good, I was debating on getting it anyway. Um, I was thinking it. Yeah, but now, now, now it seems now mm -hmm. it seems more likely than ever, bro. Because I am just mm -hmm. fucking, I, <laughs> I am just fucking, fucking bored. bored. I like it in terms of video games, man. I am bored as fuck. We also do got Dead Island next year, so that's exciting. That's gonna be um, cheap. What's fire. Uh, what's the other fucking game that comes out uh, later? Isn't there another one that comes out later this year? I think there is. I forgot which one it might be. Um, fuck. I... Am I thinking of AEW's game? I don't know what game I'm thinking of. I know there's another game I thought that comes out later this year that I'm pretty excited for, but. Gotham Knights might seem a possibility. PlayStation better put Cyberpunk on sale because uh, that seems interesting at this point. So, um, <laughs> exactly. I, I, don't, I don't know what the deal is, man. I don't know what the deal is. I was either debating on just re-downloading Far Cry Three or um, what was the other game? Oh, one of the one of the old Batman games. You got the Arkham Collection, so yeah. Thinking about kind of just maybe revisiting one of those games. Um. God of War. Yeah, uh, God of War. Mm. I don't think it's that one. I think it's no, something you were looking forward to, but... I, 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 just played, I just played the first God of War, and I know a lot of people are going to probably hate me for saying that, because I know a lot of people love that game, and I used to play it on the PSP. I do not understand North Mythology whatsoever. I had my buddy, shout out to Josh... So, um, I have my buddy kind of walking me through the shit, but man, I am clueless when it comes to that kind of stuff. He, thankfully I had him there to describe it for me and, and you do a good, good uh, job as much as you can as helping me. Um, hey, but man, no. I do, I do not understand that whatsoever. I do um, not understand that whatsoever, man. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, I actually got that game for free, Logan, that Mass Effect Andromeda. I remember I downloaded the demo. And it gave me the game, which is the weirdest thing that ever happened on that PS4, bruh. But uh, it looked cool. Game game was lame. Shit was lame as fuck. But other than that, bruh, I'm good, man. Durante's not here right now, but in the spirit, uh, I'm good. Like he always asks, I'm good. The family's good. What about you, Logan, Bell, everybody in chat? 
What about you, bro? How are you doing? Yeah, man, I'm good, man. I'm good. As Durante always asks, thank you for asking as always, my man. I'm good. Family's good. Um, and how about you, my brother? So, and then everybody else in chat, man, Bell, Logan, and everybody else that is soon to come. Um, uh, yeah. How are you guys doing? Thank you guys for showing up as always. I always love seeing you guys here. So, um, yeah, man, uh, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Aside, I mean, aside from the, literally the same struggle you're going through, man. I mean, Jesus, man. When when it when nighttime rolls around and you just want to relax and play a goddamn video game, Christ, and then you're fucking play. Yeah, I, I really I I think I think I'm gonna end up just downloading Far Cry Three. I'm gonna take a. I didn't want to play it right after I got done playing five and four, so mm -hmm. I was all Far Cried out. So it's been a while since then, man. So I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna give it another go. Um, but yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, um, bro. Yeah, man. But other than that, um, other than that, man, we got a couple interesting unboxings for you. Uh, well, this oh, interesting for, for any of you guys that are that are interested in wrestling figures today. I got my TNT Champion Ringside Exclusive Gage. Dude, we got we got Cody, man. I wanted a Cody figure. I got the Supreme Cody coming Tuesday, I think. But we also I was wondering if I was going to get this before today. We have the Full Gear Crate, the All Elite <sighs> Crate, man. Circade doesn't have his yet, so we can't do the dual unboxing like we did last time. But um, instead oh, of making okay. you guys wait till Monday, I'm just going to open it now, man. So, so Logan, if you don't have it and you don't want it spoiled, I'd click off for like 10 minutes. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> Let's, Let's give see this, this a go. Let's give I think it sucks. I get the delayed fucking. I get it delayed for me, so I see it when you guys see it. Do you want me to wait for you, like we did the very first time I did it, or do you just want me to go? Nah, I don't give a fuck. All right, man. Yeah, I always Let's like to know what I get too. Let's open this bad boy up. All right. Mad thousand shirt. Yes! Thank God! Yes! Okay. So. Alright. So this is the cue card. So. I, I get the two shirt package. I'm very happy with the two people I see here. It wasn't who I thought. Okay. To give you a hint. But it's, it's great. It's great. Um. At least one of them. Well, no, two of them are great. One of them is who we expected. The other, there's an other one that's not not expected. Okay. So for the shit I didn't get, we have an Abaddon autographed eight by ten. I love reading off the oh, other man. shit. It's always so, it's so funny. garbage. Um, <laughs> we have a Darby Allen trick or treat bag. <laughs> Why? We. <laughs> We have a Jericho Appreciation Society patch. Yeah, right. We have a micro brawler washable marker. Okay. We have a Omega versus Hangman Full Gear 2021 poster. Yeah, that's pretty cool. We have a hook potato chip bag clip. A Sammy Guevara make your own sign micro brawler. And 
And we have an FTR label pin. So they did not get the shirt. Mm. That's for the shirt. We have Samoa Joe. Okay. A bust. Uh, the shirt is called Buster. Oh, nice. See what that looks like in a minute. And the reason I said yes is because yes. we have a Young Bucks shirt. It's called Recess, man. So we're going to open this now and see what we're Let's working go. with. All right, so that as for the be. Samoa Joe shirt, here it is. I didn't look at it yet. Well, by the time you guys get the delayed reaction, I will see it, and I'm going to look. Oh, shit. This is sick. Let me see that shit. Damn. It's still good. Oh. Okay. Hold on. Let's see a hint of it. And damn. Okay, I like it. It's basic, but it's nice. That's what's up. Samoa Joe, All Elite Crate. This is sick, actually. I like the shirts that they give are so just like, like nice. Yeah, they're just so like, like you don't expect them, but they're no. really nice, man. They're really mm -hmm. nice. Like it's a, it's overall like a solid ass design. And now for the main event, young let's see Buck. what we're working with here, man. I finally have a young buck shirt. All right, man. You guys are seeing it before me, so. All right, let me take a look. Ooh. Okay, this is this is sick. This is sick. Mm -hmm. It's got like the little notebook paper. The Young Bucks design. Okay, oh, I like it. it. I like this too, bro. This is sweet. That's the heat. <clears throat> you can say it's too sweet. <clears throat> uh, oh, yeah. Can't do the too sweet. Cease and desist. That's what's up, bro. That's a nice ass that's shirt, so. bro. Hmm. That's weird. Hmm. The top of it. The top of it. I don't know what this means. Young Bucks plus KO. Oh, Kenny Omega. Ah. Uh, no, I'm dead. I was going to say, hmm. hmm. I was going to say, that's kind of weird. They thought something at the time, but, uh. That's what's up, bro. That's dope I, as I hell. I fuck with this shirt. I fuck with this I shirt. I really like that shirt. Another sweet Young Buck shirt and a solid-ass Samoa Joe shirt, man. So That shit's really nice. That is your All Elite crate. That is your All Elite, Elite crate um, for uh, the Full Gear crate. Like, man, I, I, I really mess with these shirts, bro. Finally got a Young Buck shirt that I haven't outgrown. You know, <laughs> that actually fits me. Um, it isn't and, fucking washed away at this point. Yeah, dude, in a Samoa Joe shirt. That's solid, bro. That's solid. I like those two shirts a lot, man. I like those two shirts a lot. So, yeah, if you did get the All Elite crate, or if you're just wondering what the people that got the All Elite crate got, uh, there it is. There it is. It Hell is yeah, the, um, Young Bucks and Samoa Joe. I was very shocked to see Samoa Joe. The first two people they mentioned was um, FTR and the Young Bucks, so I thought we were going to get like a tag team. Uh, yeah, the shirt. Um, I would have liked a new FTR shirt, but I still do want to re up on my favorite FTR shirt, mm -hmm. the rest one because it doesn't fit me anymore. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's that's sweet, man. That's sweet. I like the uh Samoa Joe. Um, yeah, that's really cool. That's nice. really cool. Like I said, yeah. I would have liked an FTR, but I'm sure there's the FTR shirt that I like better. That yeah, exactly the rest shirt. So. Yeah, so that's the All Elite crate for the month. Solid ass shirts, like I said, or for the quarter, rather. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so next next time we get the Revolution Parade. I don't know who's on that one next, but uh should be interesting. I'm very surprised they they did not pull the Young Buck shirt. I know. That's crazy. They really didn't pull that shit at all. Definitely, man. Definitely. Because if they didn't, they literally would have just printed a bunch of shirts for nothing. Oh, for no so, reason. Exactly. Um, they would have had all those shirts just sitting there. Oh. All right, man. We got a pretty loaded week. Of mm-hmm. news for you guys. We got a pretty loaded week of news, and we also um, have Extreme Rules predictions. So, yeah. with that, I guess that brings us right into our first story. One of the biggest stories Andrade and Sammy Guevara. Oh, man. What a fucked situation. Bro. Mm mm. Oh, man. Okay. You know what? We're going to tackle this piece by piece because it's a lot. So we're going to start over. We're going to start with what started all this. So Andrade did an interview, talked about how he uh, he was doing an interview with, I believe, Mass Lucha. And he talked about how he had an incident with Sammy Guevara where Sammy Guevara was in the back complaining about Andrade hitting him too hard. And... um. Yeah, Sammy Guevara didn't like this too much, so he chose to um, go at him on Twitter. Uh, As you can see, all the tweets were obviously going to go from left to right, so uh, top and then bottom. So Sammy Guevara tweets this out out of nowhere um, on, I believe, Monday. I believe Monday. Mm -hmm. He tweets out, you're a jobber, a favor hire, be grateful, bitch. Okay, first of all, if anybody's a jobber, it is you, Mr. It's Guevara. You, that's that's the first thing. Um, so, this was tweeted out. Everybody thought he was talking about um, Daniel Garcia because, you know, they're, you know, having an on-screen rivalry. So, yeah. everybody thought he was talking about Daniel Garcia at first. And then Andrade chimes in. He says, I said it to your face, and if you had a problem with me and you said nothing, I won't beat your ass because I'm a professional. Don't be scared. When I say something, I name names, and I'm not scared to get fired. Okay, that's a red flag in itself. Um, oh, yeah. Hashtag think... Sammy. Uh, Sammy Guevara chimes back, and he says, You didn't say shit to me, you liar. But here's some truth, you ungrateful prick. You would be jobless if it wasn't for your dad-in-law. Okay. Are you really mad at me or mad at yourself for failing to get over for a second time? Just go back to WWE. Another, uh, Jesus. Just go back to WWE like we all know you want to do and fuck off. Andrade... Andrade says, that's all I said, but I'm tranquilo. And he leaves the quote of what he said. I had an issue, and I quote, I had an issue with him because he once came to the locker room and complained that we hit him too hard. It's wrestling. Solve it in the ring. If I hit hard, hit me hard too. I learned Mm -hmm. that, I learned that he came in and he accused, uh, he accused me like a little girl. After I learned about it, I spoke to him and I asked him if he had an issue with me, and he said he did not. And that's where, and that's, and that's all there was to it. 
It's funny because because not even in WWE, for example, Sheamus likes to hit. And all my respect for him because he loves to hit hard and he loves to strike. He's wild. Even The Miz likes to throw strikes. Not even John Cena complained about me. So if he did not complain, imagine this kid who's just starting. But there's that. End quote. Jose, the assistant. I'm talking like I got a fucking lisp. Uh, Jose, the assistant, chimed in and he said, I was there and can confirm this incident happened. Andrade Alidolo gave an honest interview about his thoughts on AEW and his upcoming AEW Rampage match and his AEW career on the line and more. Good thing no one in AEW can translate Spanish to English, uncensored. So this all went down and 10-5, which was Wednesday, after the fight, uh, or at least after Andrade uh, was sent home, he just tweeted out the picture, respect me and I'll respect you. I don't know if that was to Tony Khan or Sammy Guevara. Jesus Christ, bro. First of all, okay, so then... Let's talk about these tweets. Let, let's let, let's make mm -hmm. a pit stop, man. Let's pump the brakes and talk about these fucking tweets. Sammy Guevara. First of all, first of all, with all these stories, you guys know the stories. Andrade's trying to get himself fired. Mm -hmm. uh, Andrade, Andrade showing up to the building to fight. He's feeding TMZ stories before anybody else can get to them. If you know this guy wants to go back to WWE, why would you feed into him? Yeah. Why would you start a Twitter beef? Why would you do that? Why would you fucking do that? I like, mean, dude, you gotta be mature enough to know if you didn't say anything, Andrade looks immature. With you going out and starting shit on social media now, yeah, he may have threw the first verbal punch, right? But mm -hmm. if Andrade gets sent home, I expect the same for Sammy Guevara, no matter exactly. what the situation is. Because if the story is true that Sammy didn't throw any punches, he still threw a verbal punch on Twitter. So it. all of this shit could have been preventable. I mean, and Andrade, Andrade wasn't more so of taking a shot at Sammy Guevara rather than telling a story. That is what just... you do in an interview. They ask you questions. You tell them stories. He was honest. You're the one calling him a little bitch and calling him... Dude, how is it okay for a co-worker to tell another co-worker, go, go back to WWE and fuck off? Can't you say think, that, bro. Do you think that's going to make Andrade feel wanted at AEW? And Definitely my God, not. And my God, Andrade is upset because his career isn't going the way it is. It, he wanted it in, in AEW. Can yeah. you blame him? I Can you fucking too. blame him? Bruh. Man, let me... Let's see. Like, bruh, like... Okay. Mm -hmm. So, okay, this... I wanted to... I had to pull the tweet up. I wanted to get my wording correct. This is another problem. You would be jobless if it wasn't for your dad-in-law? Excuse me? Andrade yeah. was uh, one of the faces of NXT before he was even with Charlotte. That's, bruh, first of all, uh, and then we keep, 
And then we go, let's see. We'd be jobless if it wasn't for your dad-in-law. Are you really mad at me or are you mad at yourself for failing to get over a second time? Uh, Mr. Sammy, um, Andrade was more over than you can ever be. You have go-away heat, buddy. You <laughs> suck, okay? Exactly. Uh, and let's get one thing straight. You, Sammy Guevara, would I would love if you're making fun of Andrade for failing to go to get over in Vince McMahon's system, Mr. Guevara, I would love to see your ass get over in Vince McMahon's system. You would be mm-hmm. running around with fucking R Truth, brother. So don't bruh, don't don't ever, ever come out. Don't do not ever come at fucking Andrade for getting like over because- said, Wouldn't Sammy be jobless if he wasn't friends with the boss? That's the thing. That's the thing. There's and I really want to here. I really want to get into that when we when we start um when we get to this uh the people being sent home. Bro, you are christened a pillar. You are are the most cracked beat the fuck up pillar I've ever seen in my entire life. You, Ethan Page said it months ago in a promo. Mm-hmm. Ethan Page told him if you're a pillar, there is already cracks in the foundation. Dude, you, okay, you cannot talk when you have not told a single interesting story in this company that does not involve Chris Jericho. Because the moment everybody said, man, is Chris Jericho holding this guy down? You split up from him and proceeded to show everybody why you are a fucking failure, bro. You are a failure. You proceeded to show everybody why you need Chris Jericho to succeed. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Daniel Garcia is showing you why he doesn't. Get out of here, bro. Get the Probably fuck out of here. You're talking about Andrade getting over. How about you have a match that is as good as Andrade's? How about you have a match that is personally the greatest match I've ever seen in my entire fucking life? Andrade versus Johnny Gargano take over Philly 2017. Or, two, hmm, yeah, 2007. 18. No, 18, right? Yeah, 18. 18. 2018. You... Show me a match that is as good as that, and then you can come fucking talk. And then mm-hmm. you can come t- talk, because you are a talent that things jumping off of high things means you're a good wrestler. You suck, bro. You suck. And don't ever come at Andrade for not getting over and and only being hired because of his fucking dad-in-law. Because you're a pillar because you're uh because the boss shows up to your wedding, bro. So don't mm-hmm. ever, ever come at Andrade. He is fucking one of the best in-ring talents in the world. Meanwhile, you have yet to show anything intriguing about yourself other than the fact that you fucking suck. Exactly, bro. Exactly. And I'm a firm believer in you started it. And motherfucker, you started it. Like, what did is what Andrade did okay? God, no. God, no, he, he had the right to be sent home for what he did, but so did yeah. Sammy. He yes. started the beef. That, that That's all I need to hear. And like, let's say my kid got in a fight at school. First name I ask him, who started it? If he started it, I'll be pissed at him. If the other kid started it, I will be way less pissed off because you started it. You start something and somebody else ends it. That's just how the shit works, bro, so... And, bro, if the fucking Miz says that he could take <laughs> a hit. That's the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> if the fucking Miz says he could get, take a hit from Andrade, anybody can, bro. 
literally, like, it's the Miz, bruh. The Miz, it's, bro, that motherfucker is the most safe, boring motherfucker in the ring. And he is down to get hit with by Andrade. And you aren't? Dude. I mean, my God, uh, bro. Sammy Guevara is a little pussy, bro. He is. Miz clears Guevara. Miz always did clear Guevara, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Not not in the ring, but overall. Overall. I'd rather have the Miz because the Miz can actually tell a story. The Miz can Mm -hmm. actually do something fucking intriguing. And maybe he's not the best wrestler in the world, but not everybody has to be the best wrestler in the world. Mike the Miz is one of the greatest Intercontinental Champions I've ever seen. Definitely mm-hmm. up there, top five for me. And at least he shows some. He poses Respect. something intriguing. Mm-hmm. Exactly, bro. He poses something intriguing, and he shows respect. He doesn't lash out on social That's media. That's one thing I will say about Miz. Mm-hmm. He's not really that little like pussy type to bitch on social media. He shows up to work. If he doesn't like it, he doesn't like it. He'll tell the boss, and he goes home. It's what motherfuckers like you should be doing, Sammy. Because none of us like what you're doing. Bro, you suck. You are a little leech to fucking Chris Jericho. You're the worst part of the J. Well, second worst part right behind Anna Anna J. But backstage-wise, you're the worst part of the J.A.S. You, you suck. Yo, looking back, you always sucked. I hated him when AEW first started and he was wearing that fucking panda hat. I thought he was complete dog shit. And now, he proved that he is complete dog shit over these three and a half years. So, come on, bro. Come on. And, like you said, Andrade was just telling a story. He wasn't taking a purposeful shot at you. So, no, I mean, the dude asked him a question and he answered the fucking question. Exactly. What the like, fuck? I mean... I mean I Don't mean, make. my God, man. I mean, my God, bro. Do you can you genuinely you genuinely cannot step to Andrade. Sammy Guevara cannot step to Andrade, bro. No. You cannot talk when you've had your hand held by Chris Jericho the whole time. And like I said, and the one moment when everybody when everybody wants to see you let go from Chris Jericho to see what you can do on your uh, by yourself, you fuck it up. Bring your relationship on television. And you absolutely uh, pretty much do career suicide to the point where Chris Jericho had to fucking pick your sorry ass up again, mm-hmm. again, and and try to help you as much as he can. And I don't know if it was just me. I know it was you too because we spoke about it. I don't want to. I don't want to start any rumor or anything. Or, or you know, I mean, we don't know what was actually going through the man's head. But was it just me, or did Chris Jericho look so? unbelievably annoyed mm-hmm. on Wednesday, bro. That entrance, bro, that man really just walked out there and into the ring. Like, he he was not happy. I get it. It's what I believe. I believe he wasn't happy, bro. And I wouldn't be either. You held this motherfucker's hand for three years, and he's doing all this. Bitching on Twitter to everybody, starting beef with everybody. Like, come on, bro. Like, Again, what Andrade did was not okay. You can't just no, show up to work yeah. solely to fight somebody, bro. Like, believe me, I want to do the same thing a lot. But you just can't. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't. <laughs> so it's like, 
these in the wrong too, but Sammy, you started it. And you told him to do that. It's like a CM Punk situation. You told him to do that. And when he does that, you get butt hurt. Come Andrade, on, bro. Come on. Andrade Andrade literally Andrade literally told a story and you took it upon yourself to go out and call him a bitch and tell him to go back to WWE, tell him to fuck off. You tell him, bro. How do you think that would that fucking piss me off too? That mm-hmm. pissed me off too, bro. So then we move on to the next thing. And this is another thing we're going to have to make another pit stop at and go in depth on. Sammy Guevara and Andrade were warned about fighting before AEW Dynamite. Bro, you got some nerve mm-hmm. after what happened at All Out to show up to work and fight being warned not to fight. You got some nerve after the work that John Moxley, Brian Danielson, and Chris Jericho did to repair that locker room. You got some nerve showing up to fight when they warned you not mm-hmm. to fight. Bruh. Just don't fight, bruh. It's that simple. So... Like, While speaking on the Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer noted AEW talent were warned beforehand when it came to a potential brawl between Idolo and Guevara. Tuesday night, they were both talked to. Both of them. They were told no fighting. Andrade was told you're not going to get fired if you fight, but you're going to get sent home. Andrade said, don't worry, nothing's going to happen. There's going to be no fighting. (laughs) Sammy Guevara said the same thing. They had security there, and everybody had warned them ahead of time. That right there showed me they don't give a fuck. No, I ain't give a shit. No, neither of them. They don't give a fuck. And you know what? This isn't good for Andrade because it's really really a sorry-ass tactic considering your wife tried to do the same thing about a year ago in WWE. Mm When she tried to get fired and she sabotaged a segment with, with Becky, you know, this doesn't look good for you at all. This doesn't look good for you at all, dude. Dude, you showed right there you don't give a fuck about AEW. And for Sammy Guevara's being a pillar, you really must not give a fuck about this no. company, man. Except, I mean, like, if I was Tony Khan and I told one of my boys, don't fight backstage after all this shit's going on and he proceeds to get into a fight whether he started it or not i'll be fucking annoyed i was like dude do you not give a fuck do you not respect me because apparently nobody does and that's the that's the thing that's the other thing i wanted to stress this just really goes to show how much these guys respect tony khan they don't would this ever happen under triple h would it be would it be fucking jumanji backstage in wwe under triple h no because people respect him i don't know what tony khan needs to do i really think i don't know if he wants this job because i know he's getting up there in age and he probably doesn't want this stress a guy like william regal to straighten the fuck out of these guys would need to happen bro i don't know if he wants that job because i know he's getting up there in age but somebody 
who these people respect, a veteran, older presence, who these guys respect, needs to be in that chair, man, because... This is this is this is utterly ridiculous at this point, man. This is ridiculous. Another backstage AEW fight for the most preventable reason at all, or the most preventable reason ever. I mean, I ridiculous, like, bro. Come on, bro. You get warned, you still do it anyway. Come on, bro. At that point, just fuck it on your own time, bro. If you really wanted to fight him that bad, just wait till after the show, bro. Just, just do that or something. Honestly. Don't do it in the locker room, bro. That's just Honestly. flat out disrespectful. Honestly, man. And, and you know, at this point, at this point, if I'm Tony Khan, do you really look at, and I, and I think this doesn't help. I think this doesn't help. You know, they told these guys, you know, you're not going to get fired if you fight, but you're going to get sent home. If Andrade is trying to get fired... He's not going to give a fuck. He don't give a fuck. You know, and as a matter of fact, that probably just pissed him off that you told him that. What do you mean I'm not mm -hmm. going to get fired? At this point, if I'm Tony Khan, I'm telling these guys, if you're that unhappy here and you want to leave, fucking go. Just go. Because then you can go over there and see how fucking bloated that roster gets. And then we'll see how fast you want to come back here. Plain exactly. and simple. At that point, at this point, to the way this shit has gotten... What what is the possibility you have to start looking at that as an option? Because genuinely, I feel like that's that that's that's where that's I'm the only at way to solve this as problem. a fan, and that could be the only way to solve this problem. I mean, if you're that unhappy, just fucking go because this does no good to this locker room. Not a single fucking thing. Not a single thing does mm -hmm. this do good to the locker room. And what made AEW in the beginning, everybody was happy to be there. Mm -hmm. Everybody. You got these people that are sour as shit. You got, I seen a clip of Cody Rhodes talking about this. You got these guys mm -hmm. in the locker room. I was a WWE guy, so that's why I need to be pushed because I'm good at getting over. Oh, I was here when the company first started. You mix both of that. One of the guys isn't being used right. One of the guys is being used in a position that he does not, he absolutely does not deserve. Just because no he's the boss's what. friend and this is not a good mix. No, no matter what. One part, one party is going to get annoyed and jealous. So you have you have to have a level of roster where you can use both of them efficiently, so they don't get jealous. It's just how I it mean, works, bro. My God, man, my God! At this point, at this point, bro, how long until you start looking? How how long until you just start telling these guys, bro? Like, if if you're that unhappy here, just fucking go, just mm -hmm. go. Because you can exactly. go right over there and see how more, how much more bloated that roster gets, just like it was in 2018. And everybody's gonna be fucking complaining about, uh, everybody's gonna be complaining about uh, being used over there too. So it's gonna be an endless cycle. We talked, me and yep. you talked about this months ago. Oh yeah, as soon as that company got good, I knew that we knew that that cycle was gonna start. It's already starting. Look, look yep. at Ali. Look at Apollo. Look at all those guys. They ain't being yep. used. You had even more people on there? You think they're going to still be used? Come on, exactly. bro. Come on. Exactly. Like, it's just how it works, bro. It's just how it works. So, yeah, if I was Tony Khan, I would fire some of them. Just because if you want to go, go. Don't taint my show because you don't want to be here. Just get the fuck out of here. You can't be professional enough to work out the rest of your contract 
get the hell out of here. It's just how it is. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um, so, after they're warned not to fight, Andrade and Sammy Guevara have a physical altercation backstage at Dynamite. I remember I texted in our group chat with Logan. I called that. As soon mm-hmm. as that story came out, I sent the story to you guys, and I said, how much fight. do you guys want to bet these two got in another fucking fight backstage? Another and fight. And guess what ended up coming out? So, fought. either Sammy Guevara, Andrade, or possibly both of them have been sent home from the AEW tapings. Since then, we obviously learned that it was only Andrade. Have been sent home from the AEW tapings following a physical altercation backstage for, uh, per Fightful, in a report also confirmed by TMZ, it was noted that there was a verbal altercation which then got physical, which, which with Sammy shoving Andrade and then Andrade throwing a punch. This comes after a uh, this comes after the pair traded tweets. Guevara told Andrade to fuck off and go back to WWE. Uh, yeah, that's the end of that. So, yes, these guys. After they were warned not to fight, after everything that this company's been through in the past couple months, get in a fucking fight. <sighs> oh my fucking god, bro. Like, like just stop. Honestly, dude. Um bruh. Really? I mean, like I mean like I kinda already covered it, man, with, with what I had to say about, you know, the work that some of the vets have been putting in to, mm-hmm. you know, re- okay, my headset just shut off. Give me like two seconds. Okay, and I'm definitely not going to die this episode. Okay, Are you hear me? Yes. Okay, I have no idea why my headset just shut off, but it shut off. Okay, like I said about the vets, um, uh, doing all that repairing to the locker room, you really show how much you don't give a fuck. And even for somebody who's supposed to be a pillar of this company, you mm-hmm. really don't give a fuck. If you knew, if you knew, because Andrade, we talked about this last week, about him with the hourglass and him free Idolo. We know he wants to go back to WWE. We know mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Which kind of sucks for a guy like Roosh because you signed fucking... to form this group. You know what I mean? And, but regardless, you know, you signed to be with your friend and then, you know, your friend dips. So we know. We know that Andrade wants to go back to WWE and it's quite embarrassing the fashion that he's doing it in. And mm-hmm. why would you feed into that? Why would you feed into that? You make him look like the asshole if you actually were mature about it and just didn't say nothing. Didn't say nothing. That shows the level of maturity and how much you care about your locker room because going out there and calling him a bitch and telling him he can't get over and telling him he wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for who he's married to and telling him, uh, what is it, telling him to go back to his old company... You don't think that was going to piss him off? You don't think that was going to spark some sort of altercation, whether it was a screaming match or a fucking fist fight? Literally, bro. What the fuck do you expect? 
What do you expect was going to be the end game to that? Next time you're in the ring with them, hit them fucking harder. Hit them. Hit them back then. If you're that upset about that. Like, Honestly. And if you were you just... that upset, he was stiffing you. Andrade comes from Japan. Go to Japan, Sammy. How about that? Oh. Do that and then try to... And, and then and then complain about getting hit hard. If you think Andrade gets hard, try getting hit by... Try getting hit by fucking Kota Ibushi. Okay? Exactly, bro. Exactly. Andrade hits hard. At least he doesn't fucking kick people in the face, break their nose, drop them on their fucking head, throw a chair at their head. At least he never done any of that shit. Exactly. For a guy who's to, sick, yeah. at least he's safe to work with. Not to even mention, we haven't even opened that can of worms yet. Dude, mm -hmm. you're literally one of the most unsafe, you have one of the most unsafe reputations out of anybody. Almost breaking your neck off fucking 630s, uh, jumping off this, jumping off that, throwing chairs at people's fucking head. Dropping them on mean... concrete, fucking, your girlfriend breaks somebody's nose because you're an idiot too. You fucking idiot. Like, I mean, my God, bro. I mean, like I said, bro, at this point, at this point, if I'm Tony Khan, bro, if you want to get the fuck out, get the fuck out, man, because it's doing mm. no good. And this and, and, and on Sammy Guevara's part, this is absolutely this is absolutely not this is this that that was not the way to fucking go about it at all. If you know yeah. this guy has a reputation for trying to go back to his old company and he's trying to stir the pot backstage, just shut up because that shows your professionalism and uh, more than anything. Exactly, no, bro. And you sparking that was nothing but an opportunity for him. And you're an idiot. If he, he's an idiot, that he didn't realize that. And you know, he, if you if you told Andrade you didn't have a problem, when he mentioned it to you backstage, if you had a problem and you told him no, why didn't your tweet just say, "No heat, no heat, tranquilo. I'm good. I'm good. There's no fucking heat. I'm not upset mm -hmm. that you hit me hard." I'm not upset. I mean, if there if if you told Andrade you weren't upset with him, why wasn't that the tweet? Clearly you were upset with him. So not only did you lie to his face when he asked you if you were upset with him, but you know, then you go out and say a bunch of other unwarranted shit that had nothing to do with the situation that just throws gasoline on the fire. Yep. Andrade didn't go out there and call him a little bitch and tell him he needs Chris Jericho's help for everything. No, he just said Sammy complained about him hitting him hard. That's all he said. And you started all this. Come on, Hit him bro. back. Hit him Hit back. Hit him the That's... fuck back. I mean, my God, it doesn't bro. make sense. Like a child. Like a Literally. little child. Clearly you had a problem. Because if, you'd, because if you didn't have a problem, why wasn't the tweet, no, everything's good between me and Andrade. No heat. No heat there. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Um, and that also goes to show that Sammy is more than likely probably a huge backstage politic, and that is never, oh, never that good. That is never okay, because you have an imbrit. Mm -hmm. And, oh, I was going to say, and that's never good, especially when you have an imbrit who happens to be one of Tony Khan's favorites, and clearly Guevara is too, so TK plays favorites, man. Dude, he really does, and you cannot do that, especially to these talks. Just no. 
Treat them like everybody else, bruh. That's how you do a business. And if they get personal with it, that you punish them and shit, that's their fault. You're just doing business and running your company. If they take it personally, that's on them. So, then there's the report. Andrade Alidolo showed up at AEW Dynamite to fight Sammy Guevara. Dude, if you don't give don't. a fuck, just request your release. And I know you're denying them, but, you know, if I'm Tony Khan, I seriously gotta look into, you know, kind of kind of what this means for the company. Because a mm-hmm. guy like Malachi Black, I feel like he kind of took a second to take a step back and reflect like, uh, okay, maybe, maybe I, I want to give this one more chance. Exactly. You know I mean? But with a guy like Andrade, the way he's going about it, he's just going to cause more trouble doing the shit like this. Just, just boot him. Exactly what Charlotte did. Exactly, exactly what Charlotte did. What she did. Just stirring the pot, trying to get fired, throwing titles, doing this, doing that, bro. Like just a child. Let go. Exactly. Let go, man. He's just going to continue to fucking cause problems because he's unhappy. And he's. Mm-hmm. Making everybody else unhappy, too. Yeah, he's throwing Mm. a fit. According to Fightful's paywall, that's exactly why you don't need to pay for it. I'm reading this to you for free. Um, Andrade Andrade arrived. I swear, I'm talking like I got a goddamn lisp today. Andrade arrived waiting to see Sammy Guevara and then punched a few others before the altercation was broken up. Oh, God. Both men had been cautioned against fighting and had and had given management their word that there wouldn't be fighting. Many performers even admitted that they had anticipated to be and they had anticipated it to be uh, smashed rather than engaged in combat. Um, few reports state that Guevara also shoved Andrade, despite the fact this is how the first information spread. Many accounts we've heard indicate that Andrade arrived and waited to see Sammy Guevara and threw a couple of punches before it was broken up. Both men had been spoken to and warned about fighting and had assured management they wouldn't be fighting. Several talent even said several talent even said they had expected it to be squashed as opposed to the fight. Wrestling Observer had also heard many of the same details They'd also, uh, they'd also heard that Andrade was told that he wouldn't be fired in the event of fighting, which we confirmed ourselves. So, then there's, uh, then there's this report. Then there's this report, man. Uh, Brian Alvarez on Wrestling Observer Live stated that Andrade basically immediately fed TMZ his side of the story, that Sammy punched him, but later it hardly matched with everybody else's side of the story. Dude, now you're just lying to TMZ? Bruh. Don't do that. <sighs> Bruh. Like I said, man, it could have genuinely pissed him off that they told him, you know, we're not gonna fire you, because... They know that's probably what he wants. That's clearly what he's trying to do. We have a story. That's going to be the last story we cover here with Andrade uh, trying to get fired. I mean, dude, at what cost, bro? You're not going to fire him at what cost? I mean, and you know what? 
the re and we got the reason Sammy Guevara wasn't sent home. Sammy Guevara reportedly did not throw any punches during his backstage fight with Andrade, while Andrade threw several before it was broken up. Still, he started it. I don't Same give a fuck. Too. If if CM Punk started the fight, mm-hmm. you, you suspended the elite too. If Andrade started the fight, Sammy shouldn't have said all that on Twitter. In no way, shape, or form is that okay. To pin somebody in the main event, let alone be at work all day. How is that okay? How is that okay, bro? I mean... You can't do that, bro. Like, just send him home, too. You ain't gotta send him home for as long as you're standing and trying to home. Sammy could be there the next week, for all anybody cares. Just don't let him be there the night it happens. You're just creating drama in the fans. That isn't needed. All those Idolo chants. Mm-hmm. You know, fuck you, Sammy. You still suck. And he's Who's sitting out there like this? a cocky asshole. How is that how, how is that supposed to look? Exactly. He just looks unprofessional. You guys look unprofessional. Good. <sighs> Utterly ridiculous, bro. Utterly ridiculous. If you suspended the elite and CM Punk started the fight. You suspend Sammy, even mm-hmm. though Andrade may have started the fight. Even though Andrade may have started the fight, Sammy is not innocent here. And he no, should he have been sent beef. home too. Exactly, bro. Bro started the argument itself. Send him home too. He is also a problem. And this is the fucking problem with favoritism in this goddamn company. It needs mm-hmm. to end. I don't give a fuck who these people are, bro. I don't Promise. give a fuck. If you're friends with them, who cares? It's a business. Run it like a business. You know, when you guys ain't at work, fine. Be friends. Yeah. Go to his wedding. Share a couple beers with them. Whatever you guys do, do your thing, bro. But at work, it's different. We got a fucking business to run here. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't have home. any room, especially with all the other shit that's been going on. Sorry, what were you saying? No, no, I'm, I'm done. You're good. I mean, my God, dude. My God. It doesn't fucking make sense, man. No. You're just yeah, causing no. problems. Yeah, the, the the favoritism the favoritism needs to end. It needs mm-hmm. to fucking end, bro. Um God damn it. Alright, let's see. Andrade El Idolo is trying to get fired by W or by AEW, bruh. Good lord. You know what? This also goes to show, also why these guys don't respect Tony Khan. When Andrade didn't want to be in WWE, did any of this ever happen? Nope. Exactly. No. He. I mean, granted, he was with his wife then, so he was probably a lot happier, but. I mean, Jesus Christ, man. You got friends. You got Roosh is there. Jose's there. Fucking. What the fuck? What's. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? This is not good for your brand. This is not good for your brand, bro. Be professional. He literally said in one of his tweets, I'm not going to beat your ass because I'm professional. But you show up to fight. 
Like, fuck? you're not a professional, obviously. You're a little fucking... You, you don't do that. You don't do that, bruh. I mean, my God, dude. So, while speaking on the Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer noted... Dave Meltzer noted that Andrade Elidolo is intentionally trying to get fired by AEW so he could just go back to WWE. He said, and I quote, Andrade is trying to get fired. We all know that. When guys want to leave, some will go to extreme lengths to do that. It happened with WWE. It's happened with WWE. I've talked to people in WWE who've tried to get fired with some of the craziest things in the world, and I've told them it's not going to work. There were some crazy stories of people trying to get fired. Getting into a fight was never one of them. But there's things much crazier than that. People people who wanted to leave to get out were... Uh, people who wanted to leave and get out were not going to be allowed to do because the company wasn't going to release them. So now the situation is on the other front where there's a few people... It's not many, it's like three that want to leave, and there's different stories or whatever, and Andrade's one of them. Dude, if there's three people, let them go. Let the three people go. That's three spots on your show that open up for everybody else. Just do it. What do you got? Fucking Thunder Rosa, Andrade, and Malachi Black? Easy. Those are the three people? It is what it is, bro. It is what it is. I mean... Nowadays, you take an L. You got the roster to bounce back. And and Malachi Black might, need, might not even want to leave anymore. Exactly, so... It don't make sense, bruh. Yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't at all. It doesn't at all, and it's absolutely unprofessional. It's not good for his brand uh, as Andrade whatsoever. And it's Ugh. utterly ridiculous, bro. Utterly fucking ridiculous. This is not the way to go about anything. No, you're just fucking your own self, bro. Christ. Um. Yeah, man. See? And this is another reason why you should let more people go. Obviously, we all brought to you guys that AEW offered Bandito a contract, right? Well, Mm -hmm. Bandito signed the contract. Bandito didn't sign the contract. Whatever it is, this is the latest story. Bandito has not signed the AEW contract, so after hearing we after hearing he did sign, apparently he didn't. This guy would have been perfect for La Faction and Grenoble. So mm-hmm. here we are, you know. Now. Dave Meltzer yeah. reported on Figure Four Online that Bandito has not yet signed the deal, and that previous reports of the former ROH champion agreeing to TK's offer were incorrect. Fightful reported Wednesday that Bandito had agreed to terms with Meltzer, later confirming he had signed a deal on Thursday. Meltzer reported that he was incorrect, and the source close to the Mexican star told him he had not signed the deal yet. Uh, this is good for Bandito. Um, here are your options, bro. Here are your exactly. options. You know what I mean? Get as much Don't money as you can. Don't just jump at some. Yeah, exactly. This, this is good for him, you know. That performance with Chris Jericho landed him something. That's all he's got to know. That's all he's got to know. And he's a tremendous talent. Very nice guy. Um, If that was him. If that was the real Bandito. He spoke (laughs) fluent English. So I don't know if that was the real him. But if it was, he's a nice guy and I'm happy for him. And yeah, I'm surprised it took him this long, to be honest. Bandito's 
Ben Goldberg. Exactly, bro. Exactly, yeah. If I'm Bandito, I'm asking both companies that are wanting me, what am I going to do when I get there? What am I going to do a year after I'm there? All that type of shit, bro. You, you don't jump at something. So. Yeah, it's great for him. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, props to Bandito, man. I hope he gets the bag, and I hope he gets uh, creative happiness. Definitely. Exactly. Exactly, man. Uh, oh, we do have we do have another piece of AEW news. I guess we'll just run through all the AEW news before we do the WWE news. Soraya, great news. Yeah. Great, great news for Soraya. While speaking on Wrestling Observer Radio, Brian Alvarez noted Soraya has been cleared for in-ring action. Hell yeah, uh, After the reports on them not knowing, but her going to be a ref, it kind of... And then the reports of uh, Sean... It was confirmed that Soraya... Soraya has been cleared because she's in the ring brawling. She wiped everybody out and stood tall at the end of the segment. Uh, and then it was confirmed today that Doc Sampson... Had cleared her for in-ring competition, man. So, uh, Hell yeah, man. that's awesome. That is awesome. And yeah, we did see her get physical on dynamite. So I think that was kind of the, the indication that everybody needed that she was, she was good to go, man. She was good to go. And I'm happy for her. Definitely, man. Can't wait to see bro. But man, all these people on Twitter are treating her like she's fucking Benoit, bro. Like she's a fucking ticking time bomb. Like, bro, y'all love Samoa <laughs> Joe. Y'all love fucking Brian. Y'all love all these people. They're all, y'all love Edge. Edge is, how many times has Edge had to leave to get surgery and shit? But y'all always want him back. They're treating her like a fucking ticking time bomb with her neck. Come on, bruh. Shit's fucked, bro. But good for her, man. Good for the company. Let's just hope, like you said, they make it as good as they can. Yes, yes. Uh, now, now, really... Now you have no excuses. Exactly. Now you have no excuses. This is go time for this women's mm-hmm. division because, you know, go time. Now, now, now you got to do something. Soraya's cleared to wrestle. You could have had a cop out on keeping it uh, Britt Baker's house. You know, if mm-hmm. Soraya was just going to be there to introduce the ladies of AEW or whatever, whatever that was shit she was doing. Um, so now you have no excuse. Now there's no excuses on the table. Now you got to do something with with this division, and she needs to change it. Like she said in her first promo back, she was the revolution there, and she's going to be the revolution here, and she needs oh, to yeah. be the revolution there. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is this is great news for the women's division because now it needs to change, and now you really. Have run dry of excuses, man. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Um. CM Punk, the elite, the all-out or brawl-out. Literally. The brawl-out situation. Uh, I absolutely hate, man. That was such a good show. That was, was such bro. a good show. And everybody fucking talks about Brawl Out instead of All Out. Bro. Yeah, I fuck, hate man. that. I I'm hate telling that. you. You know, Same thing with this past Wednesday. 
They had a great three-week, or three-week, three-year anniversary show. It was fucking fantastic. And it's overshadowed by two idiots fighting. Mm -hmm. I mean, bruh, what the fuck? Can we ever just, can we just not? Can we just just shut the fuck up and wrestle? Put on a good show? I mean, Jesus. Be professional, people. Exactly. Hey, what up, Larry? I'm dead. So Larry... Andrade. Andrade is barely on TV anyway. Just exactly. Bell says, I said this before. We can all say what we want about Vince McMahon, but everybody down to the fans knew Vince's word was law. You don't get that with Tony Khan. No, and he oh, needs no. to. He needs to put mm. down the law. And I, and, I, and I really do think, you know, either he needs to get somebody in that chair or he needs to fucking smarten everybody up and say, dude, if you don't want to fucking be here... Fuck you. Dumb. Well, not exactly. that, but like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> you want to fucking be here? You get shit. the fuck out. <laughs> fuck you, you fucking. I, I got money. I don't need you. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, no, man. I mean, just tell him, bro. Like, you can be here or you can fucking leave because you're a fucking nuisance to the company if, if you're going to fucking act like that. Exactly, bruh. Exactly. I mean, my God, man, my God. I mean, even a, even when, even when boxers or UFC fighters have a beef with each other, you don't hear about them fucking wailing on each other in the back. They wait till they get in the ring. It's that simple, bro. Then we can settle this, simple. or do it on your own time. Exactly, fight them after, bro. Fight them at the fucking hotel. Right. <laughs> Just start fucking tossing in the lobby. Have a me too in your room and just fucking throw down in your fucking hotel room. <laughs> the fuck cleaning lady just walks in. Oh. <laughs> just two fucking dudes you're just fighting. God. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous, Don't make bro. Sense. It's ridiculous. I mean, and, and like I said earlier, like I said earlier, Bell, like, you know, would, would anything like this ever happen under Triple H? Fuck God, no. no. God, no. That's why I'm saying I think he needs to get somebody in that chair and put him, and don't just put him in like a, you know, talent helper position. Put him high up on the company as a creative director. Or, yeah, literally directly under Tony Khan to the point where these guys know to listen to him because he's actually high up on the pole. Like, oh, don't don't have somebody where the talent's just like, oh yeah, they just got Regal there. He's you know he's just under a talent contract, but they got him like playing like talent scarer. You know he's there to scare the talent or something. No, put the guy whoever it is high up on the pole and have him straighten this shit out and have him sit at those fucking media scrums with you. Exactly. Roman Reigns would have never said no shit like that with Triple H sitting right next to him. Nor no. would anybody in that company. Roman Reigns is just my example. Like, fired so fast. Dude, I mean... Give me them titles, bruh. Man, give me this. We got a show to run. Um, Hold these people to their actions, bro. Hold these people to their actions. Okay, Sammy, you want to throw out shots on Twitter? No more fucking main event for you. Get your ass back to the hotel. Can't activate that fucking Twitter account, asshole. I want it gone. 
AEW brawl investigation has been stalled due to uncooperative person. Wonder who that is. I really wonder. <laughs> the third party investigation into the backstage brawl following AEW All Out has pur- purportedly slowed down due to issues with a specific party involved. Ryan Fredericks and Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer, uh, the Wrestling Observer, noted on the Wrestling Observer forums that the investigation has been held up. Uh, is being held up as one person has threatened legal action and been uncooperative. Neither revealed who exactly that person is. So you're threatening you're threatening legal action in a legal a situation that's already a legal situation. It's definitely so. The way this shit works is. There's two sides of the legal shit. It's the crime side and the money side. The crime side is obviously being investigated because that's what was committed during that fight was it's technically a crime. And then I think whoever this person is, probably CM Funk. Um, I think <laughs> it's going for, he's going for the money. It's a he's a, he's about a financial lawsuit at that point. He wants to get some financially out of it. So that's what that is being held up by. The two sides of the legal system. The crime side and the financial side. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. If you started it and you want... I mean, bruh. You started it, man. I mean... Started it. That's just how it works. You started it. Honestly, you gotta fucking... um, Lay in the bed you make. You wanted to go out and say all that? Well, uh uh-huh. If it is CM Punk and he is trying to get money out of this, that makes me relieved. He, he he's out. He's those, so he's trying to get one last big sum of money. I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor that they were gonna keep all of his merch until the end of the year, and then they're gonna mm-hmm. wipe it. So if if any of you guys want to get that in Punk We Trust shirt, like myself, I definitely got to get it for the end of the year. Whether yeah, you know. Whether it's for whatever, I definitely got to get it before the end of the year because this this blows this blows. This blows. Um, dude, I mean, bro, can we can we like just we stop? Just, honestly, bro, just fucking stop. Like, dude, just crush the if if this is really the way CM Punk leaves AEW, my God, is that horrible? What a fucking shitty legacy that is. God damn. The, the last image anybody's ever going to have for you at a professional res- in a professional wrestling capacity is sitting there eating a fucking muffin at a media Bitch. scrum. God damn, bro. Like, it's like fucking the best in the world, bro. The best quitter in the world, apparently. God damn. You I hate guess, to see bro. it. You absolutely hate to see it. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. Th- this this sucks. I mean, can we just can we just move on from this, bro? Can we get these guys back on television? At least the elite. You know, I know Punk still got a, wa- a ways away to go, but my God, man, can we just squash this shit? I mean, what the I'm fuck? Telling you, just I, like Pell saying, bro. I'm just sick of the drama, bro. I just want to watch AEW. I just want to talk about the content on the show. 
Yes. That's all I want to have to talk about. But we don't, because we have to talk about all this bullshit backstage. It's... Malachi Black's merch is on hold. It is? Hmm. Hold on. I'm about to... My face cam is about to be blinded because Pro Wrestling Team's website. God damn, so bright. They need a fucking dark mode on this fucking thing. I'm still God seeing damn. it. Oh, it might be on AEW doc. Um, AEW shop. Oh, shop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me go and shop AEW. God damn, our website's bright. Fucking bright, too. No, it's God still damn. there. Come on. Hmm. Oh, I fucking hate those two websites. Fucking looking at them. Yeah, horrible, bro. Horrible. Could we just honestly? Could we just talk about the product, man? Could we just talk about exactly, the product? bro? Yeah, I. Yeah, and and you know what you're saying is very true about CM Punk, man. I feel like if if he's really looking, if that's his main concern, and if he wants to get uh, compensated from all this, he's done. Not coming back to the company, uh, which <laughs> sucks. You hate to see a bro. Hate to see a man uh, fall. I, I I do think. I honestly do think he will eventually. Oh, I think want so. To come back. I do think he'll, he'll get over himself. Yeah, I do think he'll eventually want to come back, and I do think somebody, somebody is gonna make him realize whether it's himself or his wife, or somebody is gonna make him kind of realize, like, damn, like you threw this all away for fucking you let Scott Colton and your problems with Scott Colton. It sucks, man, but if we do get any more updates, we will definitely update you guys on uh, on this matter. Um, exactly. WWE announced some changes to yeah. the commentary routine, uh, the commentary team, and as well as a bunch of other a bunch of other uh, ring announcers and whatnot for their mm -hmm. season premieres, which start tonight, actually. And here they are. They released these pictures. On Monday Night Raw, which is the picture all the way to your left, obviously, Corey Graves and Kevin Patrick will be on commentary. I like Kevin Patrick. I think he's. I think he comes off very natural. Mm -hmm. I like him as a backstage interviewer. He's a uh, fucking goof, and it's kind of funny. Yeah. Corey Graves and Kevin Patrick will be on commentary with Mike Rome... Ring announcing, Byron hmm. Saxton and Queen Kathy. Kathy wow. Kelly is Look back. Let's go, bro. Kathy Kelly is back. You love to see her, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. She's on Raw, too. The good show. Thank Kath God. Yeah. Kath Kath Never, man, that's so weird to come out of your mouth. Um, <laughs> that one of all these three, Raw is the only one I like to watch. I don't yeah. even watch so I don't even count that as a show anymore. Yeah. That's basically like fucking impact at this point. Now we're just gonna have fucking Booker clips to hear all the time. <laughs> Dude, that's gonna be great. I can't wait for that. They should put him on SmackDown. That should have been even funnier. <laughs> Give me a reason why. Booker and Cole, bro. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> so yeah, man. Um yeah, so uh, yes, so that is the team for Monday Night Raw. Corey Graves and Kevin Patrick on commentary. Mike Rome ring announcing. And Saxton and Kathy Kelly doing...
doing interviews. Kathy Kelly is great. And let me mm-hmm. tell you, I think putting Byron Saxon as a backstage interviewer is it's one of the most better. genius fucking things you could have possibly done. He is he just has the best like comedic like emotions. Bro, dude, that it's gonna be great. I'm telling you, dude, that is gonna be fan fucking tastic, bro. Dude, I love it. It's gonna be amazing. He's gonna be hilarious. He really is, bro. He really is. <laughs> Finn, why'd you attack him? <laughs> bro, he's gonna be great. Oh bro, it's gonna be amazing. On NXT Vic Joseph and Booker T- with Alicia Taylor. Alicia Taylor ring announcing and Mackenzie Mitchell uh, doing backstage interviews. So Nice, bro. Love Vic. Yeah, yeah. Vic is great. Um, Logan, bro. I love you, dog. But Vic Joseph needs to go. Come on, dog. Come on. You don't like Vic Joseph? That man, that man's amazing at what he does, bro. I like Vic. I like Vic. Definitely. I like him more than... He's probably my second favorite. He's probably right behind, out of all these three commentary teams, he's behind Cole for me. You would say Cole's your favorite commentator in WWE? Currently, definitely, bro. Definitely. Same. Definitely. Definitely. So... What? Vic Joseph is bad. Come on, bro. Come on. Really? I liked Vic Joseph during NXT. Vic Joseph was fire, bro. Hell yeah, bro. Shit. Yeah, I I, I fuck with Vic Joseph, man. Uh, So, yeah, Vic Joseph and Booker T, bro. Vic Joseph's a lucky man, bro. Vic Joseph is a very lucky man. He is going, bro, Booker T, oh, God, I couldn't even imagine doing commentary with Booker T, bro. I'll be laughing my ass off. Um, (laughs) Oh, bro, he'll be just fucking around saying the most dumb shit. D'Angelo, like the king. <laughs> he's not going to know what the, the hell the Don king. means. New York. He's going to say he's from New, New York. York. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's going to make that fucking sense. Oh, the fucking Don of New York. He's from Chicago. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's going to be great. He's going to be talking about. He's going to be saying um, uh, Tony D'Angelo versus Don. At takeover. Oh, oh my what? god. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that is the commentary team for NXT. And then on SmackDown, this one's a little weird to me. Michael Cole and Wade Barrett. So let's stop there. Mm-hmm. What happens when Pat McAfee gets back? Yeah. Like, if anything, when I th- when I th- when Pat McAfee comes back, I can see them moving Barrett to Raw. To Raw and replacing to replace Kevin Kev- Patrick. Yep. yep, probably putting them somewhere on one of these shows as just another interviewer and then getting the... Because everybody, including them, loves the Cole and Pat McAfee, you know, duo. Oh, that's that's amazing. So they definitely got to keep yeah. that when he comes back. Yeah, and if Pat McAfee makes... um, If Pat McAfee... Oh my god, Gigi Dolan comes out. Shucky ducky quack quack. The world will be going crazy. <laughs> yeah, so on SmackDown, Michael Cole and Wade Barrett will be on commentary with Samantha and mm. Kayla Braxton and Megan Morant conducting backstage interviews. I do mm. not like Samantha Irvin as a ring announcer. I'm sorry. Mm. I like she I don't like she, uh, just, she tries like, too hard. 
Yeah, like she really does, bro. She really does. So those are the commentary changes for WWE. We also have the um, we also have uh, the uh, pay per view ones. I'm gonna read off to you guys. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all all of them look good. Obviously, I don't like. I said I don't really like Samantha Irvin as a ring announcer. I would have liked. Uh, I did like that dude they fired, uh, Greg Hamilton. And I, like I mean, Greg. just find somebody different, bro. I do think in wrestling, though, I do think Justin Roberts is is the best. I oh, think he's the best shit. ring announcer. He, he, he gives the perfect amount of personality into that. Yeah, I love how they let him like show emotion. Like I remember, you know, at All Out when he was like the winner, the Joker. Like I just exactly. like his. I, I like how they let him, you know, show off some of his personality, and he's really good. He's really good. I think he's the best. In terms of commentary, I do think the best, I do think the best in wrestling is is definitely Michael Cole and Pat McAfee. Um, mm-hmm. And for yeah. backstage interviewers, bro, I absolutely, I absolutely, I absolutely fell in love with the Raw backstage interviewer team, bro. Byron Saxton cool, is going to be so fucking funny as oh, him interacting with Judgment Day. Oh my dude, I, I cannot I cannot wait for that, bro. Like the way they used to like pick on Jonathan Coachman back in the day was like hilarious. It that needs to be They're the modern the version way. of that. Mm-hmm. Byron is a Byron just plays dork so well. He and does. Uh, not to mention not to mention Triple H is moving to all two man booths. So that yeah, is great. Good. That is great. Um Hilarious, bro. Hilarious. It comes off so much more natural, but dude, I'm pumped. I am truly pumped for the raw backstage interviews from now on. That's gonna be fucking hilarious, especially with the people like AJ's fucking funny ass. You got Judgment Day's weird ass. You got Edge. Come on, bro. It's about to be hilarious. The way Byron is gonna look at the heels when they're trying to like tell him, like, bro, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be gold. It's, it's wrong. You're a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's going to be great. It really is, bro. It really is. Speaking so, of mm-hmm. these new commentary, did you hear the rumor about these uh, um, new the new show sets that they're making? I did not. Yeah, apparently along with this, uh, it's working on new sets for all these shows. I think we already saw the hint of NXT set, even though it's like the... It's got like a lot more black in it. With... Yeah, it's like the same set, but it's yeah. like, you know, it's still got the color. white ring mat, which is kind of weird. No, it's black now. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's black now. It's black again. Um, I don't know if it's on TV yet, but in the picture that I saw, it's it's a black ring mat. And they changed like the seating layout. Like they made it apparently like a little more uh, elevated. So, How it should be. Yeah. Exactly, bro. So. The NXT one's already in progress, but apparently they're, like, designing the Raw and SmackDown ones right now, which they need to, and I can't wait to see it, bro. Sweet. Hell yeah, I hope so. Yeah, man. So, Michael Cole and Corey Graves will come together for premium live event commentary. Also, Pat McAfee will return to the commentary booth following his ESPN College Game Day commitments. This announcement also means that former Raw commentator Jimmy Smith has exited the company. 
Yeah. Uh, he was he was he, he was decent. Bad. I mean, yeah, yeah he wasn't was bad, but I mean, yeah, uh, like uh, Adnan Verk. Oh my god! I mean, in 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 his defense, they did not give him any training Help. on how to uh, commentate. you know commentate a wrestling show. They just sent his still, ass to die. We're gonna need a bigger boat. It's fuck. And then Corey just, what kind of fucking boat do you know that's on tracks, you idiot? We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna need a bigger boat. Uh, what? He oh said God. something else super stupid too. I forgot what it was. I remember he said one another fucking super bad thing that everybody was talking about. Uh, Eric Ivar. Oh yeah, he did call him Eric Ivar. <laughs> Even though one's name is Eric and the other's name was is Ivar. Fucking up. Wasn't he? Was he the one that called fucking? What's his name? The wrong name? No, that was Corey, right? That called. That called. That was Cole. Yeah, Cole got too hype. Bro, Cole was marking out over there. Yeah, man, it was cool. Angelo Hawkins. That was going too hard, bro. Bro, that was one of the funny. That was one of the funniest fucking Royal Rumble. There he is. That shit is cracking up, man. Dude, speaking of that, you know how interesting Royal Rumbles are gonna be now with Triple H allowing like one-off appearances. Oh yeah, we're gonna get some fun people, bro. We're gonna get some real fun people in there. We're gonna get actual like fun people from NXT in there, mm-hmm. from NXT UK and shit. Well, it doesn't exist anymore. NXT Never mind. Cut that. Yeah, if, if that fucking happens from NXT Mexico, you're gonna get fucking yeah, beheaded if they try to do that shit. Get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah, man, it's gonna be fun, bro. It's gonna be real fun. Yeah. Um, Michael Cole, Michael Cole and Corey Graves is fine for now. If they mm-hmm. let Corey Graves be more of what he was in NXT, but for pay-per-views, I would really like to see um, Pat McAfee and Michael Cole. One hundred percent. I think when Pat McAfee comes back for the pay-per-views, there I feel like they're probably gonna make it a three-man with Corey, Cole, and Pat. I like that. That's why. That's why I'll just put my money on what's gonna happen, bruh. But um, I would prefer. Cole, uh, not Cole, um, Corey off that and just let those two do the pay-per-views. Definitely. Definitely. And if you're going to add a third person, there's only one man to call, bro. Yeah. Come Mara on. Ronaldo. Please. Definitely. Please, Definitely. bro. Especially with Nigel being a free agent, bro. Get Nigel, get Morrow, and you AEW has a goaded fucking commentary team you could put and then the third person you could always interchange with like a taz or a excalibur. fucking excalibur and shit I, that'll be a really efficient team 100 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. hell yeah speaking of mcginnis damn nigel mcginnis has been released by wwe Nigel McGuinness has been released by WWE per PW Insider and Fightful. McGuinness joined WWE in two, uh, 2016, providing commentary for the United uh, for the United Kingdom Championship Tournament before moving to before moving on to commentate for both NXT and NXT UK. Hey. Damn, this sucks. Uh, I I feel like maybe at this point it was maybe a personal thing. Maybe he yeah. wanted to go because I feel like he would have stayed if he knew that Triple H was um, taking over. But maybe Triple H wasn't the problem. Uh, maybe it was just, you know, stuff, other stuff going on. Maybe he wants to, you know, go, you know, do some UK indie commentary. Maybe he, maybe he wants to go to AEW. Um, maybe. 
maybe you know we don't know we don't know but yeah we wish him the best and i, and I hope we see him back in in some capacity in some wrestling capacity um very soon man definitely man i i, I would love to see it bro anywhere he's welcome bro yeah because he was like sir k just said man he was genuinely a part of uh one of the uh the best the best commentary the best. team i've ever personally heard uh mm-hmm. nigel uh morrow and percy um percy watson i think those two those two just all all fit together percy came into his own he was fucking awful at first oh my god bro was like a booker at first bro was just oh, saying he shit was sit- he was sitting there with his clubbing glasses <laughs> he was sitting there with his clubbing glasses but then he took them off he you know looked he looked like an actual commentator and he fit into that he fit into that third man that byron saxton role perfectly bro perfectly. exactly exactly you know, he didn't come off as a dork that didn't know what the hell he was talking about. He came off like he was knowledgeable about the product. He he was just, he was really good, man. He was really good. Definitely, man. Definitely. L.A. Knight. We talked about this on Monday, man, how L.A. Knight has um, seemingly returned. He has returned. Hell yeah. Max Dupree <laughs> is listed as L.A. Knight on, hey. in, on the internal WWE roster. During this past Friday's SmackDown, Max Dupree broke up with Maxim, Maximum Male Models, teasing a return on his L.A. Knight gimmick. PW Insider now reports that Dupree is now listed internally as L.A. Knight, that he will be returning to his previous character ASAP. The Maximum Male Model Stable will continue with Maxine Dupree, Massé, and Mansui. Swa. Mansu. Monday, like last week or so, I was watching all of his old LA Night promos, and, and I can't really mm-hmm. put my finger on what it is, but we don't really have any anything like him. Uh, and he's exactly. fantastic, man. He's fantastic, and he's he is going to add something really, really nice to that upper mid card division on SmackDown. He's going to be great, man. He's going oh, to bro. be great. It's really going to be the perfect kind of guy. Sorry to cut you off. He's for Roman Reigns at like a Royal Rumble or oh. just be fine from it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Tell a really interesting story with Roman, and you could put him in that spot and you know put some spotlight on the guy. Definitely, man. Definitely, it could be really great. La Knight's great. Way better than Max Dupree. And this is what it should have been the whole time. Yes. Yes. Vince McMahon had no idea what he was missing. Having him play this dumbass gimmick. Actually, he took him out of the gimmick right before he uh, retired. So, you know, he, he took him he took him out of that gimmick. Uh, and they were just going to replace Maxine with... Or, uh, you know, replace him with Maxine. Mm-hmm. So, um... Who knows? The guy might be released by now if it wasn't for Triple H taking over. Literally, bruh. Literally. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, this is great, man. This is great. Uh, and yes, he is. He's going to be fantastic on that show. Oh, bro. Literally. Another interesting rumor going around. There is a rumor that going around. Right now, that Legato Del Fantasma's main roster debut could happen as early as tonight. 
yeah. on SmackDown, and there was and there was more, uh, but there was there was another one circulating as well that I find much more interesting. All right, let's make a pit stop really quick, bro. Mm-hmm. This is fantastic. This is oh, bro, fantastic, he... bro. You got Joaquin, Raul, or Cruz, Santos, and Electra, who need to be called up. This mm-hmm. is fantastic. This is a this family. This, this these four need to be called up. This is going to do nothing but good things. For uh, WWE, man, and SmackDown, you know, more so. It's just nothing, nothing but good, man. It is nothing but good for this uh, for this show. And I can, for those of you who do not look at NXT, man, I am excited for you to see Legato, bro. Because they are exactly. fucking heat, man. They're they are great, heat. man. Exactly, bro. Shit's going to be heat, bro. So. Well, hopefully. There is... Another room longer be with the group, and that she will be replaced with Baird. I would think you would save her mm-hmm. for when he comes back, and it will happen eventually. Oh, yeah. Zelina Vega being a part of Legato del Fantasma would be incredible. Uh, no. No. That is not my words. That is the words of this article. Let me skip right past that. No. Electra Lopez is fine. She is a great talker. She is a great mm-hmm. manager. Electra Lopez is great. She's been great for that group. The way she the way she talks for them, the way she talks about the group, it puts the fucking group over. And Santos, bro, dude, I can't say enough good things about him. He is so good. I can't wait oh, for man, you guys to see how, how good he is, bro. Santos Escobar is fucking Zelina Vega ain't it for me. I don't know what you. I don't. I don't know how you guys feel about this man, but dude, no. Electra's perfect in that group. Zelina and like I said, if this motherfucker Andrade is trying to get fired, why would this you guy try Andrade? To... Go ahead, go ahead. You're about to like, say you took the words out of my mouth. Why would you try to put her in something? And we being real, I cannot imagine Vega in that role. I don't think she'll she'll do good in that role. I just can't take her. I mean, she, she doesn't give off half a hype. She doesn't. Oh. Not, not the mean, same that Lopez does. Yeah, I mean, you got, you got, you know, Zelina Vega. You got Zelina Vega. I mean, dude, you can't just have, you, you, you can't, bro. I mean, <laughs> She is Andrade's manager. Now, what happens when Andrade comes back? Was he going to be managed by fucking Charlotte? Was he, is he going to join Legato? I don't know about that. No, nah, uh, I wouldn't do that nah, personally. I wouldn't. Me neither. I'd make him a rival. 100%. 100%. I think that's great. And I think Andrade was great by himself. I think that was exactly. great by himself. Now, you know, they kind of, Vince kind of tried to do that with having him be with uh, Angel Garza and uh, Austin Theory, as weird as that group was. Just, um, random, just a random fucking white dude in the fucking mafia. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that what was the about. Fuck but, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, if you, I, mean, I mean, if you want, put Andrade with Los Lotharios. Yeah. And have Vega manage them. She's managed. She's managed. And it makes sense because she's managed Andrade and Angel before. So now you're just adding Angel's cousin, Humberto, into the group. And Los Lotharios is a solid group. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I like those two together. So, Vega, Andrade, 
Uh, you could have their own version of La Faction Inger Noble versus, oh man, you're going to love them. Shit's heat, bro. Shit's heat, but don't put Vega in that role, bro. She, she won't fit it. Keep 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 Lopez in the role and just let it be. Just yeah, let it yeah. And and Bell saying in the comments, she says I like Electra, but she's green in the ring. Honestly, I wouldn't have her wrestle. I think no. she's just a badass manager presence Gotta for the group. Be a badass presence in that group, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, kind of literally Zelina Vega's role for Andrade. Just have her exactly. there as just the brains on the outside of the ring. Mm -hmm. You know. Exactly. Yes, but dude, I'm so pumped. I'm so excited, dude. I'm so Legato is fucking heat, man. They're heat. Can't wait, um, bro. Seriously, bro. Seriously. Yeah, Santos, Santos Escobar is is, is fantastic. Um, and and great, man. They're all great, and I'm very excited. Very excited very. for their main roster run. Mm-hmm. Former Marvel writer mm -hmm. as director of long-term creative for WWE. WWE hired horror writer. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Horror writer Rob Fee, a director of long-term creative. Is that a new fucking position or was that always a position? Because who if that was always in that say, position before. If that was always <laughs> position, who the fuck was it make sense to have? You have guys that do the the you know the weekly stuff, the one off, just do it for a couple weeks stuff, and you got the long term guy, at and the other team. Good system, bro. And a and a and a you know a horror writer and a Marvel writer. Come hmm. on, bro. Who did that point to? I mean, dude. It's pretty, like, you know how me and you mentioned years ago, those videos probably aren't even up anymore, how old those certain people focus on certain things. So, like, mm -hmm. this guy works on the mid-card, this guy works on this, this guy works on that. You know, something like that, something like that I think would be perfect. But, um, this is pretty much Triple H's version of that. I did not know they had long-term directors, which is great. That's what they need, bruh. And 100%. what this dude wrote in Marvel, first of all, because if he wrote some shit, then you, you might you might be a little unlucky. But if you wrote other shit, then you definitely got some heat on your hands. Well, and actually, yeah. Oh. So it's he him. has worked as a horror writer for Marvel, penning comics for Spider-Man, Daredevil, The Avengers, and head writer on multiple Disney shows, including... Disney XD's Player Select. Never heard of that shit, damn. Never heard of that shit either. But uh, as for the comics, you know, those are some pretty big names. Spider-Man, mm -hmm. Daredevil, and the Avengers. That's huge. Huge in Marvel. So, According yeah. to Fightful, one of Fee's early projects with WWE has been the QR code slash White Rabbit teases. Mm-hmm which have appeared on television over recent weeks and have gained major interest. Fee also note Fee also pitched a fiend related movie which resonated well among WWE higher-ups and possibility of getting produced. However, Wyatt was released before this could happen. Fee hmm. is Fee is also known 
as a longtime follower of wrestling. I think this was the Marvel guy that I think this was the Marvel writer that yeah. was at uh, John Morrison's wedding. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. That shit's intriguing, bro. If we can get that movie, bro. Listen, bro. Listen. I know they got their own studio, bro. Don't let WWE Productions make this fucking movie. If you do make the fucking movie, get somebody else. Get Blumhouse. Get somebody else. Don't let WWE Studios make the fucking movie. Dude, we got that Leprechaun movie. Yeah, God, that thing is the worst goddamn thing I've ever seen. But, but but the thing is, the thing is, WWE does have some to their name, like CW. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of but, the times, they don't have the best track record. I get what you're saying. I don't trust them, bro. Not, no. not with Bray Wyatt, bro. No. Let, let an actual horror movie studio do this, bro. Please. Yeah. Just just disband the studio, bro. You just making you just making the Miz's fucking character work. That's all that fucking studio is for. Seriously, the Marine bro. 8 or whatever one they're on. So, you know. Mm-hmm. So. It's intriguing in itself, bro. And this Hell is yeah. great news that they hired him because his first project was something that is the biggest story in WWE, yet it hasn't made its way to television, not once. It's mm-hmm. literally been through QR codes and on our phones that this storyline has gained traction. Imagine what he can do on screen, bruh. I mean- we can appreciate with this whole White Rabbit stuff is just the level of creativity put behind it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, man. So... Vince McMahon. This is the last story. Predictions. Give me one second. Okay. Okay. All right, man. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon had no plans. Of- Bro was doomed. <laughs> we would have been fucking so fucking sin. right in the long run, bro. Oh my Dude. god. Was this motherfucker about to pull another Batista with the 2023 mm-hmm. Royal Rumble? Oh, he was. Cody was that about man to come out, have this huge loose. eruption, and get dumped over the top rope like a fucking piece of trash, bro. Like a loser, bro. What would he have Dude. done at Mania? Probably just some random match. Maz is just the good match guy. I need a good match on this show. Fucking, we said it, bro. We told the world that that man was doomed under fucking Vince. And we were right. He was doomed. Bro. He was going to go crawling back to AEW. Oh, man. I heard this guy is apparently close to Bray. Yes, he is. He was at a mm-hmm. wedding with Bray a couple months ago, that writer. Um, now, uh, did he ever have long-term, did he ever have long-term plans, though? I mean, if they did, they change every five minutes, guaranteed. Long-term, Vin, Vince's version of a long-term plan was thinking something for, like, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, next it. week, I think I'm going to do this. Eh, never mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. Cody, Cody was doomed. He's, he better be happy. We told everybody that mm-hmm. they had no plans for this guy. And everybody wanted to believe they had plans for him. So look, 
According to Fightful's paywall, it was reported that they spoke with numerous sources in WWE who said that at the time that Cody Rhodes sustained his injury, Vince McMahon had no no solidified plans to make Cody WWE or Universal Champion. <laughs> bro wasn't even wasn't even gonna give him the second one, bro. The God. report noted that McMahon was all on board for Roman Reigns' double title reign, and there was no ideas floated uh, floated from Vince that would have indicated he was ready to move on for the summer and beyond. And beyond. We said it. He will always be under Roman. We said it. We knew all the fucking time. Who, who was going to be Roman then? Nobody. Nobody was going to beat this motherfucker. The dude Vince... was literally probably just going to eventually go off to Hollywood and probably vacate him. Probably. I genuinely don't think Vince had someone to beat him. He didn't care. He didn't care who was going to beat him. Because he definitely wasn't going to beat Cody. God damn. Fucking Cody. Fuck. Cody better kiss Triple H's feet, bro. <laughs> he better. Because <laughs> thing is, Vince... Triple H don't like him just as much as Vince don't like him. Only difference is, if Cody's Triple money, H's, Triple yeah. H will do it. But thing is, he don't like the motherfucker anyway. <laughs> so he deep down, whether anybody likes to admit or not, Triple H is gonna put his guys over Cody. You know what I mean? He's gonna put a Gargano, a Champa, uh, you know, an Andrade <laughs> over fucking over Cody. Cody ain't gonna get, ain't gonna like that couple of, in a couple of years, bruh, so. Fucking Vince, and we oh. said that. We literally told everybody Vince McMahon was never going to look at a guy. Oh, he was. What the fuck? Dude, um. Apologize for that little OBS hiccup there. Um. Yeah, man, we told everybody Cody Rhodes was mm -hmm. fucked, and there was no plans whatsoever. I could have seen, and I could have really seen this, I could have seen Vince wanting to do Cody <clears throat> Roman at SummerSlam, and Cody was going to lose. Yeah, it was I just going to be a big SummerSlam loss. Be because Brock came back last minute, so Brock was never the plan. Right? No, yeah, exactly. Brock, so Brock was never the plan. They just did that because WWE was creatively bankrupt. Um, I think they were building Cody up to face Roman because we all know it was always going to be McIntyre at Clash. So mm -hmm. I think that Cody Rhodes was genuinely, and I heard a rumor. Uh, I heard a rumor that literally the actual plan was to build up a big match between Cody and Roman, but Cody was going to lose. Yeah. He was just gonna be a, another another win to Roman. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he said we it, bro. Told everybody this shit was going to happen. <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody wanted to believe. Oh, they're gonna put the fucking title on Cody. Yeah, they might now, as they should, because mm -hmm. he's fucking Cody Rhodes. But at oh, the time, Vince. nobody wanted to believe us. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> uh. God damn, fucking Cody. Gay. Which I'm Gay. excited for Cody now because he actually yeah. might get his moment. I think they know. I, I think they know what to do. I think I they, think they do, do, man. 
All right, man. Extreme Rules. I'm actually excited. I'm actually very excited for this show. Yeah. All right, man. So that was all the news for the week. Hope you guys did enjoy all of the news. We went over a multitude of topics. Uh, a lot of very interesting stories, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It was supposed to be Roman and Randy for some reason. Oh, they did want that You're shit. Right. You're right. I, I, I did forget about that. I, I could have, it could have been something though. It could have been, it could have been Survivor Series. I, I, I genuinely, I, I said it then, man. I said it then. We literally fucking sat here and said it then. And everybody told us that we were haters. We were just oh, upset man. because he was leaving AEW. We always yeah. said, Vince is never going to put Cody as the guy. Vince would have never let Cody Rhodes, Mr. AEW of, of 2000, of, um, you know, the, past decade defeat Mr. WWE of this no they if it wasn't SummerSlam they would have shinsked his ass he would have won the Royal Rumble and lost that mania that that's what they would have done (laughs) that would have been even 10 times worse oh bro I would I would love to see that backlash 100% man 100% so all right, man. Now to extreme rules. Uh, that is that is wild. That is absolutely That's wild that, that 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 is the case. Yeah. Right. Absolutely wild that 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 was the case, man. Um. So yeah, on to these predictions. We got the first match, the good old fashioned Dooney Brook match. What? I don't know where the hell they came the up fuck with this is name. That? Dooney. But I get. Or Donnie Brook, Dooney no. Brook, <laughs> whatever the hell this match. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> so we got we got this Dooney Brook match. Um. Uh, it's uh the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. All right. Don't know what the fuck kind of match that is, bro. I don't know what the hell a Dooney Brook match is. I don't know who's getting their doonies beat oh, down. Oh, it's like a bar fight. I, okay. So it's like, I guess just, so they're just going to have like bottles and shit to break over each other's heads. Fuck. Kind of fucking. Okay. What? Um, <laughs> which, this is kind of weird because I know they have like that IC title match tonight. So if yeah. Vegas wins it, it's kind of 50-50 booking to give Imperium the win. But if Imperium wins it, it'll be 50-50 booking to give Brawling Brutes to win, so I'm just gonna go with Imperium. This is their first match as a unit, so like gonna have to win, definitely, man. I would say Imperium. Yeah, same here. Very excited about this show, man. You're gonna notice the comment stipulations. We got this next match. Uh, My excitement level for this is uh, at an all-time low. We have Extreme Rules, an Extreme Rules match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. I think uh, I think this is probably going to be the moment where Ronda wins it back. God damn. Which kind of I... sucks in Liv's case because, you know, you, you, uh, Ronda wanted Liv to win the title just to mm-hmm. win it back from her. I'm going to go with Ronda, up. man. I got a, I got a bad feeling. We all know they want to do Ronda versus Becky, so Ronda's going to have to win the damn thing back eventually. Or I mm-hmm. can easily see Charlotte. Coming back, coming back and costing somebody the 
the victory. title. Definitely, man. Definitely. I think it'll be Ronda. Um, Liv kind of just an experiment. It, the whole situation got fucked. It got they booked her wrong. Fans turned on her. Kind of their fault. So Ronda is gonna take the win. Yeah, man. We got Bally. We got Bally versus Bianca Belair in a ladder match for the Raw Women's Championship. And uh, Bailey absolutely uh, under no under no circumstances needs to lose here. Bailey no. needs to walk out with that championship, or this is fucked. Failed experiment. This little 100%. group is failure. If she loses, bro, she has to win. Um, it's, it's just how it is. She's she's got she's got to win. Hundred percent. I have a feeling she isn't. Uh, I hope that is not the case, man. But I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I really don't. Um, I'm, I'm gonna predict Bailey because if she doesn't, the damage control is is dead. Oh yeah, that group is dead. Failure if she yes. loses. So uh, I'm and gonna I give would, her the hopeful win. Yeah, and I would like to see Bianca lose and start to have her heel turn arc. Same. Um, yeah, man. So yeah, final prediction for that one is gonna be Bailey, man. Who'd you say yours was? Bianca. Bailey. Oh, okay. Next we got Drew McIntyre versus the Murderer, Carrying Cross. As you can see, like on the side of Drew McIntyre's head, there's like a lantern. There's like a lot of we, a lot of weird teases in here, man. So uh, Drew McIntyre versus the Murderer, Carrying Cross in a strap match. This is going to be very good, man. I'm excited for this, and um, I, I got to predict it. And it'll, it'll be a fun match, man. It'll be definitely be a fun match. Definitely. Definitely, man. Now, look at this. Look at this image. This image. All the other ones are purple and green. This one is purple and red, and there is a... So, very obvious. So, <laughs> we got Judgment Dies. Finn Balor versus Edge in an I Quit match. I love me an I Quit match. Those are always. Um, I'm gonna predict. I'm say Edge. Edge. Yeah, I, I don't really see Edge saying I quit. No, exactly. So. Yeah, I'm gonna predict Finn. Definitely, bro. Definitely. Or sorry, I'm gonna predict Edge. I mean. Yeah, I, I know. What you meant. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna. Yeah, definitely going to uh, predict Edge for that one. Oh, and in what I think... Aquit. Fucking AJ. Aquit, Edge. In what I think should be the main event, the Not Fight Pit, Merritt over Seth Rollins. I absolutely love how Triple H put together this show, this very interesting and compelling show, Without even having Roman Reigns on the, on the on the card for it, man. So it's exactly. very very nice to see. And in this match, <clears throat> this is Riddle's match. Um, but I think I'm gonna have to give this one to Seth, man. We have Daniel Cormier as the special ref, so that should be interesting. And um, yeah, man, yeah, um, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and predict Seth, and I think this is gonna be a barn burner man i love the fight pit same bro fight pit. it's such a cool concept uh, it really is bro i love the type of match 
and Seth def- desperately needs that fucking win. 100%. 100%, man. So, yeah, that is Extreme Rules, man. And as for a prediction, do you think we see the White Rabbit and who he is and who you think it's going to be? Oh, I don't know if we'll see him, but I think we'll get the biggest information dump yet on the light rabbit i think they'll basically tell us who it is without directly telling us who it is and i think either monday or friday we'll see this person probably Wyatt. nice yeah i think it'll be wyatt and my prediction is we uh my prediction is we see him live in the flesh uh philly's a big market true Um, true so I think they'll want to do it there if we do see a physical person. And I think they don't want to bring Wyatt back. And I think they're going to want him to wrestle in Saudi Arabia to uh, right that wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. So I'm predicting we see the man himself tomorrow night. And I am very excited. I am very excited for the first time in a long time for uh, an Extreme Rules show, man. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. Is it Saturday night or yeah, it's the eighth. Okay, so Saturday. I guess it's okay. I thought yeah, it was man. Saturday, though, to be honest. I'm dead. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, so that is gonna do it for this edition of the Notorious Seals Podcast, man. This has been all the news, the rumors, and the Extreme Rules 2022 predictions. We'll be going over Extreme Rules next Friday. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So look forward to that. And yeah, it has been. Um, thank you guys. Thank you guys for coming and stopping by and hanging out with us. We love you guys. We always appreciate having you here. And uh, yeah, thank you to everybody in chat and everybody who's listening after the live chats. Thank you guys. Dante, uh, yeah. Bell, Logan, all you guys that were here live. Appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Thank you guys for always being here. And with that, hope you guys did enjoy this episode. This has been, and it has been a pleasure. Always, always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem. And I, Sir K. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Heels Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please like, comment, and subscribe. We hope you guys do enjoy Extreme Rules, and we will see you guys on Monday with Notorious Unscripted. Peace.